Welcome to the Positive Pants Podcast. Mindset, motivation, and inspiration to help you find your positive pants. Let go of negative thinking and stop living for the weekend with your host, Fran Excel. So welcome to the show. As always, it's Fran Excel Mindset Coach helping you find your very own pair of positive pants so you can get out of your own way and live a life that you love. Thank you so much for joining me. I'm very grateful you've chosen to put me in your earbuds today. Please do hit the subscribe button so you don't miss anything and do leave me a review. I love, love, love reading them and it really helps me get found by other people who need to hear what I share. I'd also love you to email me your mindset and productivity questions or topics you'd love me to cover um, to hello at franexcel.com because I know a lot of you think I'm inside your heads because you tell me all the time. But if I don't know what you need, I can't give it to you. So let me know. When things don't go to plan, it can feel like a real kick to the stomach, right? A lot can go on internally. We hear it in our noggin. We feel it in our body. Perhaps it shows up as that sinking feeling in the pit of your stomach, or perhaps it's anxiety that you feel in your chest. But we beat ourselves up. We make it mean something about us and how we're flawed. We can make all sorts of rubbish up in our head that then makes it so much harder to take action again the next time. It took a lot of mental energy to be able to do it in the first place, right? So your brain goes, hang on, it took all that energy and it made you feel bad. So no way, Jose. Why would we do that again? You know, it wants to protect you from pain at the end of the day. And you can easily find yourself in a pattern or it being hard to take action. But here's the thing. You have a lifetime of those experiences at play all at once. We have good old negativity bias too working for us, which means we hold on to those negative experiences and perhaps ignore the times where it didn't happen and when it went how you wanted it to. If we have a belief that things have to go right the first time, why would we ever try if it doesn't? Yeah, this could be our first live, a training in someone's group, a speaking gig, a social post that tanked, anything. This is often at the heart of feeling like your business failed early on or like something didn't work before actually giving it a chance to or tweaking and experimenting to see what will work, right? We need to reframe how we think about these things. So much of running our own business is about experimenting. You don't learn anything otherwise. We have to be open to things not working. Importantly, we also need to remember that most people don't talk about the things that go wrong, right? You don't see people talking so much about the launches that didn't go well, the posts that tanked when they fell over in a room full of strangers at an event. It's less about these things happening, which they do, but more about what we make them mean what we make them mean about ourselves. And the reason I want to talk about this today is because things haven't gone according to plan for me with something and I'm totally fine with it. And it's certainly not the end of the road. So it kind of prompted me to want to talk to you guys about this. One of my goals this year was I really, really wanted to get the Positive Pants Planner out by Christmas. I was determined to make it happen. 
it's not going to happen. <laughs> old Fran would have had a lot to say about it. Old Fran would have beaten herself up all day about the many ways that she'd failed and was useless. This Fran is fine. Yes, it would have been amazing to get it out for Christmas, but I knew I didn't know what I was doing when I started creating it. So the time frame was a hard one, a little bit of a finger in the air, so to speak. And COVID hit. I wanted it to be out within a few months of starting the work with my designer. And there have been areas where I've really dragged my feet. And I have to take responsibility for those parts. I've procrastinated over the two final pieces of the puzzle that I need to create because we've had a battle trying to get the printers and cloth merchants to come back to us. So it became, it was really easy to deprioritize. We've had a battle trying to get realistic quotes as well. We had a quote from somebody that was on a thousand copies, 23 pounds per book at cost before marketing, before anything else, before, before creating a website. So a flat outlay of 23,000 pounds before doing anything. So it's not a problem that I have two final pieces of copy to do because we couldn't be further along than we are right now. But it was interesting for me to notice these things. And as soon as we get a printer quote I'm happy with and they give me a deadline, I know I'll be on it. You know, if you haven't listened to the two episodes on procrastination, go have a listen to them now because it will enlighten you to a few little things and mean that you're not going to beat yourself up for it so much when you do procrastinate. But it's all part of the journey and I'm embracing the lessons. I'm watching myself and observing my ego with curiosity, which is what I'm always talking about. I've laughed at myself more than once through the process too. And it is coming. So me being aware that I tend to put a lot of self-imposed pressure on myself has been important for me to notice because it is self-imposed. It's something I wanted to do. It's not something I needed to do. This year is a year like nothing we've ever experienced, right? We couldn't predict any of it and that's okay. There have been a few existential crises along the way. <laughs> but it's about embracing the messy. I think a part of me knew I dragged my feet a bit and I made the decision early on that it would be undated. I want people to be able to start the habit of journaling at any point in the year, not just January. So that was the main reason behind it, but there was probably a tiny ego part of me involved in the benefits of that decision for me. For example, I will never have to run out of stock or discount past January. And with the luxury product, that was important too. But also, it did help me with the time frame, right? So we've always got to be aware of these, be conscious to these secondary gains that we get, the positive paybacks, right? But doing it this way it also allows for more ease and flow. And that's something we take away when we don't allow ourselves the opportunity to get things wrong or for them to not work out how we'd planned. We put too much attachment on the outcome. The definition of pushing, right, is things getting further away. So that's why I always love to say, like, just don't put too much attachment on the outcome. Experiment. I remember another example of this. When I had my jewelry business, I loved the fact that something not going to plan could turn out even better, could turn out even more beautiful, it was something that allowed me to be really creative. It made me more open. And the trouble came when I started having to take commissions because it was our only source of income. I couldn't afford to be choosy or say no to a potential customer if it wasn't something I wanted to do. I absolutely hated it. 
That need to be perfect first time made me fall out of love with my business, my passion. The lack of creativity, the seriousness of it, right? It took away the flow. If I made a mistake, it would have been hugely costly in terms of my time and materials. And I always remember a commission that was about 500 pounds at cost. It was a stack ring and I had to work in 24 karat gold. I could not afford to make a mistake. And a huge amount of jewelers don't work in gold these days. They work in sterling silver and plate thickly in gold. It's called gold vermeil. Anyway, I digress. That's not important. <laughs> the point is, it took away all the joy, all the creativity, the flow that I felt. And you don't need to do this to your business. It's one of the many reasons as well that I chose to keep my job alongside my business for, for a really long time too. I never wanted to be in a position of need. Needing something to go a certain way or make a certain amount of money, it's not what I was creating for. I wanted things to run a certain way with more ease, flow, room to experiment, room to grow in its own time, room to try things, room to say no to things that didn't feel good, room to change my mind. It does, it, it, it takes a while to find your feet, but it's very different energy coming from it from that angle and allowing room for mistakes. The lack mentality that was there the first time just isn't there. And things not going exactly how you planned can be a beautiful thing that often leads you to a much better place than you would have found. Yeah? I find that all the time. Allowing yourself the joy of experimentation without so much pressure is a beautiful thing. My plan of not being ready, what I wanted it to be, is not the end of the world. Yes, I probably could have made tons of Christmas sales, but that's okay. There's next Christmas. The world hasn't ended. I'm not wrong in inverted commas. It doesn't mean anything about me. I haven't failed. I don't need to beat myself up like I would have in the past. It's about accepting where you are. And where I am is absolutely fine. It's not a disaster. And actually, it has led to something very exciting for me. It's led to me doing my experiments with Amazon Print On Demand. So you have very shortly a gratitude journal and a blank journal coming your way which will be available. So you guys will just have to wait a little longer for the big one, the big kahuna, the luxury one. Yeah. And you can still sign up to the wait list for the positive pants planner at bit.ly forward slash PPP. I'm waiting. So if you're holding back on something because it may not work out how you want it to, or something's already not gone quite how you wanted to and you're beating yourself up and you don't want to try again, I hope this has given a little reframe for you. A little food for thought, shall we say. So just ask yourself, what is the worst case scenario here if I try again? What is the worst case scenario if it doesn't go right the first time? What am I making it mean? And is that the truth? And when you can be open to things not going 100% according to plan, you open yourself up to a lot more freedom. You have more ease and flow because you're okay with it. Knowing it will work out as it's supposed to, whatever that may look like. So do the live, launch the course, program, event, product. is going to work out how it's supposed to. You'll either get everything that you wanted or you'll get a lesson that you needed, which you can take, tweak and try again. And as always, 
I hope that was helpful. So any questions, just let me know. And as always, I will see you next week. Bye. So if you got value from this and you know in your gut that now is the time to step up and start rewiring your thinking and changing things for yourself, then book in a free discovery call so we can work out what needs to happen to get you from where you're at right now to the action-taking success you know you can be. And if you want my eyes and ears on your problems, I work with people one-on-one and through my proactive pants mastermind. So stop waiting for if and when and decide to change things now because you can.